Coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. I think dealing with it is the is the main part of it. It's who is who we are today, right? Anything we've been through up until now is an amalgamation of things which create us, but they do not define our future. So the big questions are these. How can we navigate and negotiate every situation in our lives, in our career, in our businesses, in our relationships, and even with ourselves for our own self-worth? In other words, what if you could win every time and have no losers? Let's face it, we're not negotiating just to buy a car or for a pay raise. We are negotiating for living in every aspect of our lives. How can we do that powerfully, successfully, and victoriously? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rebecca Zung, and welcome to the time where you negotiate your best life. Welcome to another episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I cannot believe how excited I am today to welcome this powerhouse girl to this episode, Natasha Graziano, who is an unbelievable, badass influencer. She is a mindset coach. She is a best-selling author. Forbes has named her the number one female motivational speaker under the age of 40. She is an amazing person, just as a person as well. Welcome, 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 Natasha. I cannot wait to have this conversation with you. Aw, thank you so much for having me, Rebecca. I love your podcast and I am honored to be here today with you and your wonderful audience. Ah, thank you. I, you are so amazing. I mean, you have really, really an amazing story, such an interesting life. I, I mean, you have gone from this incredible, like you have, you know, it's childhood and you've really like risen. You are seriously the phoenix who has risen. I mean, look at you. You're so beautiful. I mean, so many people could look at you and go, wow, she has it all. You really have it all. Um, but you really know, you understand the power of, of, of manifesting. You understand the power of, of taking and harnessing that law of attraction. And I want to talk about that because you have certainly dealt with toxic people, to, you know, narcissists and all of that in your life. And you've certainly had to deal with stuff in your life and your parents got divorced at one point, right? I mean, let's go back to your childhood and, 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 you know, let's, let's just take it all back to there and, um, and, and talk about what you had to deal with back in, in your childhood. So going back to when I was in my in my teens, I think, you know, coming from a family that that went through that divorce when I was young, that was really hard. Um, I, I didn't want to be that. My grandparents never divorced. So I was like, oh, no, you know, what does that mean for me? Does that mean I'm going to end up a divorcee? And the funny thing was, is it, I did. I, I ended up getting divorced later as well. 
But I think that was because I had that in my mind and you will attract whatever you think about. If you are thinking about something negative, you will surely bring that in. If you're thinking about a negative outcome, then you will literally bring that into your own reality. I'll, I'll, I'll go back to my child in a second, but while I'm on this moment of where things happen and come from, during your childhood, you have these moments that are imprinted into your subconscious mind that you don't even realize, usually between the age of zero to seven, if you're being generous up to about age 14. And of course, me being victim to my parents going through a divorce was obviously going into my subconscious mind through memories and pains and in whatever way that I was dealing with it at the time, which played out in my later life. And that's what blocks you from actually living out your best in different areas of your life. It doesn't just have to be in love. It can be in, in your workplace. It can be when you meet people, no matter where it is. So I went through a lot of, you know, pains when I was young. Um, you know, my, my mom was always amazing. She was always there for me and, and looked after me, but I was surrounded by narcissists. I was at school with a girl who was a narcissist. She basically, you know, was a, was a best friend of mine, but she manipulated and bullied me. And I felt like I had no way out. And I knew, and I kept counting down the years to end school. Can you imagine trying to wish away time? Now I, I, I want it back. I'm like, I don't want to rush time. You know, none of us want to rush time. We're like, please, no, it's the end of 21. What, where did that go? You know, so I was, I was living out this relationship, this friendship with this girl where I was being manipulated and very much pressured into doing things I didn't want to do. And I didn't know what and how to handle it. Because obviously when you're a child, it's very hard to, which is why I love the work you do, Rebecca, because I think what you do is that you help people to get through a negotiation essentially with a narcissist and, and deal with how to handle their traits and their characteristics. Now, I didn't know I was dealing with that, but that I would say was actually worse because that led to other narcissists around me because I was attracting that by saying to the universe, I'm accepting people to treat me badly. So therefore I'm happy to be treated badly because whatever tune you're giving out to the, the world, the world just gives back to you. So I was, I was saying I was happy to be manipulated. I was happy to be in, in crap friendships. I was happy to be bullied instead of walking towards the, the narcissist, as you say, and walking towards them. I, I was backing away and, and into a corner. So I had a, a quite a, a traumatic childhood. And then after that, uh, and by the way, all these memories were going into my subconscious brain. So you know, who I am today, we, yeah, we say, we may say, I, you know, I'm, I, I've got it all, I've got my shit together now, but that's not who I was then. You know, I went through all this trauma and then in my late teens, I was sexually um, molested, abused. And that was another thing to go through because that was obviously another narcissist. So I faced narcissists throughout my life and I've had to handle it and learn to handle it, but I've had to work on it after in the traumatic ways of dealing with traumas and pains. Hence, I created my method the MBS method, my meditational behavioral synchronicity, because that helps you to release traumas and remove the pains inside of you. It helps you to actually move into the new version of you and release those blockages that are stopping you. Blockages that you don't even know are there. I didn't know I was still carrying these pains. Every time I think about that girl I went to school with, it freaks me out. You know, it, now I'm fine. But it would freak me out for years. I would think, oh my God. And I would almost relive that experience. I start getting hot and sweaty and clammy and nervous. And I'm, my heart would race and I would start thinking, oh my God, what's she going to do now? You know, it, it, who else is she going to make turn against me? Almost like we're at school and I'm like in my 30s. So I was like, I've got to deal with this. So my method helped me to overcome all of this and then move into my, my new life where I am today.
Oh my goodness. You know, it's so interesting to hear you talk about that because I had to deal with something similar. Um, I'm half Chinese and um, I was I was um, bullied for being Asian when I was a kid. And I, you know, I still like remember the pain of that, um, you know, and, and, you know, recently all of the events that were happening here with the Stop Asian Hate and all of, you know, the things that were happening in our country where, you know, Asian, there were like Asian people that were just like being killed. Like that Asian guy was like just being killed, like just for being Asian here in, in our country, you know, like, um, it was like, so like, uh, you know, like triggering for me to like, remember like that, that, you know, happening. And so I can so relate to, um, what you're talking about. Um, and, um, it's interesting because, um, you know, I remember dealing with some of this with, I have, I had a business coach like 10 years ago who helped me when I was starting my company and, you know, just removing blockages to success. Like we have like these subconscious roadblocks that we put up to success. And it's, you know, probably what you're talking about with your MBS method. And I really want to dig into that because that's so, so, so cool. Um, and um, I remember her saying to me, it's not what other people are saying about you. It's how it lands for you. Because like people can say things about you that, you know, are completely not true. Like if somebody calls you a banana or something like that, you'd be like, um, okay, whatever. Cause I know I'm not that right. So it's like, if somebody says something about you and it's painful, it's because like, there's something that it's landing for you. That's like, you feel vulnerable, you feel exposed, or you feel like it, it, like there's some unfinished pain or some, some kind of something that's like not healed within you. Right. And, um, so I so completely, um, you know, feel this for you. Right. Um, and we've all, and I, I share this because, I, I I feel like when people hear your story or my story and they look at you who is so powerful, I mean, and such an influencer and you have like 6.3 million followers on Instagram and you are, you know, Forbes named you the number one female motivational speaker and you have a you're best-selling author and you have all of these amazing accolades and you're still, you know, young and, and you have achieve so much in your life, people could go, oh, she has all these things. Like she doesn't understand what it's like to, to endure pain. Right. But yes, you've, you've endured so much and you've been able to overcome it. And, you know, they could see the same thing about me. Right. And so I think it's really important for people to hear like, Hey, we've, we have dealt with these things. You know, 
I think dealing with it is the is the main part of it. Who is who we are today, right? Anything we've been through up until now is an amalgamation of things which create us, but they do not define our future. You see, the difference is the things we've been through cannot stop you once you know how to stop letting them stop you from achieving everything you want in your life. But the things you've been through make you who you are. They make you strong and they create you. Also, at the time when, I, if I ask you. If I asked you today and you were unwell, right? When I had my illness, okay, and I was bed bad. If you were to ask me or I was to ask you and you weren't well, how do you feel? You'd be like, oh, why is this bad shit happening to me? I feel so bad. Okay, that would be your response. Here we are five years later after my illness and here we are after whatever you know you, you may have been through. How, how did that illness affect your life? You're going to tell me it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm going to sit and tell you. I can't believe I'm even saying these words, but it was the most wonderful thing that happened to me in my life because when pain happens to you, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual, it has happened to you. To say, honey, red light. You are going in the wrong direction. Pivot and U-turn. Pivot and U-turn because you are not understanding what we're trying to teach you through the normal methods. So we've got to hit you with some pain. You didn't hear it spiritually? Okay. You didn't hear it emotionally? Okay. Here, here's some physical. So you go through these different things. And now I look back and I'm like, every single thing that has happened to you in your life, whether you will agree with it or not, it is a good thing. And it is happening for you, not against you. Everything you've been through. So don't, don't ever think that something you're going through right now, you are not going to come out the other side of it because the world would not give you something that you cannot handle. And when you come out of it, you're going to sit on the other side and say, God, I went through that. But that thing has helped you become the amazing person that you are today. And you will come out the other side and you will say, that happened to me for a reason. I know why now. It helped me with my life. Look where I am. I would not be the mindset coach I am to the world now. I wouldn't have created a method that is serving millions of people over the planet if I hadn't been through my pain and torture. Because if I hadn't have been through what I have been through in my life when I was broke, homeless with a, with a baby, if I hadn't have been through all this stuff, how would I create a method that could go on and help millions of people? I had to go through it myself so that I was able to share that with the world and say, hey, don't, don't go through hell like I did. Stop right there. Here is something that can help you to come out of that place. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So good. So good. So good. Uh, so talk about your MBS method. Let's... I mean, I want to hear more about that. The MBS method is meditational behavioral synchronicity. So as I was saying, when I was in a really dark place, I was depressed, I was lonely. I was, you know, a single mom living, living with, with, with my, with my baby. And I was like, oh my God, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? How do I, how do I get out of this? How do I, and I'd lost all my money in my career. I'd lost everything. Right. And I was like, how do I move forwards. And I would try little things like bits of meditation and my anxiety got really bad, right? Because of the illness, the anxiety came after so bad. I mean, I was having three panic attacks a day. I could barely leave my house. So I was like, what can I do to get out of this? I've, I've lost myself. And one day I was standing in front of a mirror and I'll never forget this. I was standing in front of a mirror. I was staring at myself and I started playing this track. I started playing this Denzel Washington motivational speech in the background. And as I was playing it, it was starting to play on repeat. And I was hearing his voice over and over. I started walking closer to myself in the mirror. And I remember staring into my own eyes, looking at myself. And the tears start streaming down my face because I'm, I'm not feeling good, obviously. And I'm so depressed. And his voice is saying the exact opposite of how I'm feeling. 
rise up. This is not you. And I started preaching it over myself. I started saying to myself, this is not you. This is only temporary what you're going through. You are going to come out the other side and you're going to show people how they can too. You've got to rise up now. You've got to listen to this. I started preaching it over myself. This is not you. It's temporary. You are amazing. It's just these words of positive affirmation over and over. And it was making me cry harder because I'm starting to believe it. So I was having this awakening, this wake up call. So suddenly I'm starting to feel more strength. I'm focusing on that glimmer of light. And by the way, when you are in a bad place, there is one glimmer of light you will see every day, even if it's for a second, but it's about catching it and staying in that moment. It's just as easy to get stuck in a good mood as it is a bad mood. Choose to get stuck in a good mood, get stuck there. And I, I saw it and I got caught there. I was like, okay, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay here. I was practicing different forms of meditation, different forms of breathing exercises, journaling, Anything I could do, walking in nature. And all of a sudden I went, okay, all this stuff is going to take a while. What am I going to do? And I put them all together. So one day I brought together a combination of my ancient breathing techniques I'd learned, all the laws of attraction books and, you know, self-development books I've read over the years. I read over a thousand, by the way. Everything from Napoleon Hill, Science of Getting Rich. And I read them and I read them and I read them and I read everything. And I put together the ancient breathing techniques combined with meditation, combined with anchoring, mantra, all in altered states of awareness. So instead of just doing it in the beta state, in the conscious state right here, you go deeper into the altered states of awareness and you do it in the alpha and the theta state. And when you do it in those states of mind, your mind is more impressionable. You are more likely to speak to the subconscious mind, to uproot the limiting belief, to actually achieve your goal because you're rewiring your brain, you're creating new circuits in your brain. And so my MBS method is meditational behavioral synchronicity, meditational using the ancient meditation and breathing exercise combined with modern day neuroscience of the behavioral techniques involved, combined synchronicity all in one, okay, the key words there. When you bring it all together, you are able to get rid of the limiting beliefs. And actually the secret is it comes down to only one main limiting belief that is blocking you from achieving your desires. Coming up, more on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zong. Okay, so pillar number three is replace the old belief that you had about yourself with a new positive belief, okay? So the old limiting belief we've uprooted it's like roots and seeds in a garden okay so you want to uproot the weeds create space so that you're able to replant seeds of love joy compassion excitement inspiration when it comes to the safety of a child in a divorce case involving alcohol abuse there is no compromise take back power strength and truth from the narcissist in your life with documented proof of sobriety Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they're not drinking when a child's safety is at risk. Soberlink's real-time alerts make it easy to negotiate with any party. Judges rest assured that the child is safe Attorneys get court admissible evidence of sobriety and both parents have empowerment and peace of mind. I created this community to provide support for divorced moms like me, which is why I partnered with Soberlink to create 
the resource, Tips for Negotiating with a Narcissist. To download the guide and get $50 off your Soberlink device, visit www.soberlink.com forward slash negotiate. Are you struggling with how to negotiate and win? Maybe you're dealing with a personality that's particularly challenging like a narcissist or other high conflict personality and you're feeling powerless. Make sure to download my free Win My Negotiation Cheat Sheet at www.winmynegotiation.com. Take a listen to our archive where you can listen to more episodes that show you the path to how to negotiate your best life. I was moved by the education that I got, just the the knowledge that you offer before you even offer the program defined exactly what has happened. When you start in a relationship with a narcissist, the way that they pull you in with the love bombing, that happened to me. This man appeared in my life and decided that he wanted me to be part of his life. I was the chosen one, I suppose. And now we return to today's show. Only one. There is only one main limited belief, and it always comes down to this. It sounds like, ultimately, I don't feel worthy of. No matter where you go, what fear you come down, what path you come down with all my clients, we always come to that same place. We work with thousands and thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people have been through my MBS meditations and practices and thousands of testimonials of people. You know, take George, for example. George, this guy, he recently came to me about six months ago and he said, I'm in debt. I'm in debt 300,000. He said, I I lost my job. I'm unemployed since COVID and all this shit's happening in my life. He said, what can I do? I said, well, what do you do? He said, well, I'm an architect. And I said, okay, so there's no work because people aren't moving as much or whatever, but that's no reason. We're going to find you it. So when he works with me and we start doing some work together, within just one month, just one month, George came out of his debt by the first 50,000. How did he do that? Because he started to see a different way, an ancient method. This is something that has been around for thousands of years. And I bottled it up with modern day neuroscience and created something that's practical, that can be workable into your life, no matter what you're going through, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, and health and wealth and happiness and all the opposite versions of that, whatever you're going through, if you're stuck, unfocused. So George applied it within one month, starts receiving checks. He got a, I think it was a tax rebate. I think that's what he called it. Something where you get your money back from your tax. He got a tax rebate. He had an, a person who had lost, who in their family who had been passed, left money to him in his will, in their, in their will. So that money came through. And then he got a check in the mail after this first month from a client paying him in advance for his new architecture job he was going to do for them. The people are transforming. I healed myself from an illness. I was bed bound, told I was going to be on medication for the rest of my life. I was on heart medication. I came off it. I healed myself. I managed to break free. When you understand how to meditate properly and you apply it every single day of your life, you really work at it. Like George, you can come out of debt. He's fully out of debt now, six months later. He's in, he's a 10X his salary. The guy is, is doing his thing. That's one of many stories. 
And, you know, the way that I saw this lady conceive, she was told she was never going to have babies. I've had many pregnancies conceived. People who have gone through heavy divorces and thought they were never going to meet anyone again. They were destined for hell. We showed them how to meet the love of their life like I did. I, I was single for, for five years after, so three years after, whatever it was, a few years after. And I, I said, oh, I'm never going to meet anyone again. You know, I'm never going to meet anyone. And I did. I learned to, to manifest my, my, my partner, my soulmate in three weeks. And that's what my MBS method does. Oh yeah, we just got remarried. I'm so in love and happy with my beautiful husband. And, you know, it's, it's a real blessing when you meet the one, when you connect with the one and you just, you just know, you just know when you know. And I always say, what? I don't understand. Well, what do you mean? You know, when you know, well, you just do. It's a different feeling. It's something that is, you don't argue at the beginning. You don't have any of the like, you know, there's moments where you want to call your mom, your friend, your brother, your sister, whoever, and you want to call them and say, hey, there's a real itchy thing that he does and I don't like it. I didn't have one of those. When you meet your soulmate, you're in such alignment and flow and you just both want to serve the world in the same way. No narcissism. No narcissism, no narcs allowed. <laughs> no narcs allowed, babe. We are full throttle embracing who we are in our authentic selves and just giving love and thinking, you know, you, you don't have, you don't, you don't have to be fully empathetic to be the opposite of a narcissist, I don't think, right? But empathy is such a beautiful trait to have. I was too far empathetic where I literally could walk into a room and feel someone's energy. So that's what I mean by you don't have to go that far on it. Um, but having empathy is, is human. It's being human. Being kind is being human. Are you a human doing or are you a human being kindness? It's always a good way to look at things. And then that will attract your soulmate because you're being a loving person. You're, you're giving off the vibration. And just for anyone who's like, okay, how do I meet the one? I'll just give you one throwaway tip that I did. I did many things. I wrote a list of 100 things I wanted in my ideal partner. I wrote them all down. And then next to it, I looked at every trait, okay? So not the physical tra- characteristics, but the traits of his character. And I looked at them and I said, okay, this is what I want in him. So how about I got to be this? And I stepped into it and I wrote down next to everything. I marked myself out of 10. So how loving am I being? How kind am I being in my life? How generous am I being in my life? And I literally marked myself out of 10. I wrote every one down. And the ones that I had below eight, I worked on. I worked on so hard. And within three weeks, he appeared in my life. What a beautiful story. I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, So talk to me about your book, The Action Plan, how to implement the law of attraction into your life in under an hour. So just tell me like the first step. So the first step, number one, get clarity on your vision. You've got to know exactly what you want you got to know exactly what you want in your life. Most people get lost there. They do not know what they want in their life. They're completely confused. They're like, oh my God, what do I want? Well, actually, you probably think you know what you want, but when you write it down, it should be like a statement, like Napoleon Hill said, right? you got to write down your statement. And that was in his 1937 book, Thinking Grow Rich. you got to write that statement down. This stuff has been going on for years and years and years and generation after generation. And here we are now, it's the same thing. Write that statement down and then look at it twice a day and read it. Really imprint that into your mind and into your subconscious mind because everything comes from the subconscious mind. Pillar two is remove the blockages. Remove the self-limiting beliefs. Remove the things that stand in your way. You can do that, like I said, through deep meditation, my MBS methods, the quickest way I find. 
um, maybe self-hypnosis. There's some other methods that do it too. But you've got to get rid of those blockages. You really do. And you won't even think you've got blockages until you start to break down what you're going through. When you start to look at who you are as a human, what you're going through, if you see chaos in your life, there's a limiting belief below that. You think, no, 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 no. And actually, the more empathetic you are with yourself, the more sympathetic you are with yourself, you'll say, no, there really is something going on here. Why is there chaos in this area of my life, but order in this area? Where there's order, you don't have limiting beliefs. Where there's abundance, you don't have limiting beliefs. But where there's chaos, you have a limiting belief. Do you want me to tell you the other three? Yeah, I absolutely do. But I want to like just interject something about the the statement because I want to make sure that people understand it needs to be really, really specific. Um, because you know, I, and what I always say to people is, you don't go into a restaurant and tell a waiter that you just want food. Like you, you have to be, you, when you go into a restaurant and you order, you say, you know, I want the salad. I want the dressing on the side, take off the onions. Are you like, you, you get really, really specific. So you have to be specific with what you want as well with, when you're ordering from the universe. I agree. When you order from the universe, you literally put in that request and the universe responds to you. So you don't get messy with it. You do exactly like you said. It's like ordering on Amazon, right? When you put your order in to the universe, you put that in. You then don't go and call up the driver and the the company say, hey, which driver's coming? Which number plate? You just let it come to you. And it comes all the way to your door. And you you just, it's like an assumption. It's like, a, of course it's going to arrive tomorrow. I'm so excited. And you know, you you look forward to that. You forget about it. You get on with the rest of your day. No different with ordering with the universe with what you want. And I find writing in the past tense, by the way, is um, a very powerful thing. And I talk about that a lot with uh, in my program. In the what? In my programs, I talk about writing in the past tense. So writing about yourself in A, the third person, but B, in the past tense, so like a story. So instead of writing about yourself, like, um, I am happy. Or something that's like a statement, which is good. Yes. Let's go further than that. Let's actually believe it's happened. Let's imprint it into your mind like a memory because your brain doesn't know whether it's happened as a memory, whether it's actually happened. So you write it as today, Rebecca went to blah, blah, blah. She flew in her private jet and she loved it. It was divine. It smelled like roses in the back of the plane. And in the front of the plane, she put her shoes. You're so detailed. And you talk about yourself in the third person in the past tense. This is such a powerful method. I have one of my books here. I don't know where it is, but where I write, I've got a whole journal designed for this, where you just write about yourself like a story. One day after I'm gone, not in this lifetime, but in another, I'll, I'll release it after I'm not here anymore. Because I think it will help so many people to read, you know, like the story of, of someone writing about themselves while they're alive. Mm. Okay, so now let's talk about the last three uh, steps. Okay, so pillar number three is replace the old belief that you had about yourself with a new positive belief, okay? So the old limiting belief we've uprooted, it's like roots and seeds in a garden, okay? So you want to uproot the weeds, create space so that you're able to replant seeds of love, joy, compassion, excitement, inspiration. And those seeds, like an acorn, an acorn, you see an acorn, right? It grows into an oak tree, the most incredible thing. So how are you going to make that happen? You've got to plant the seeds of love, joy, compassion, excitement into your garden and do activities that make you feel those things. So write that down right now. If you want to take away exercise from this right now, 
Write these five pillars to achieving your goals faster down and implementing the law of attraction into your life. Because whether or not you believe in the law of attraction, there is science behind it. There is validity behind it. There is science behind it. That's what I bring to the table about it. I'm not bothered about the woo. I want to bring the science to it. I love all aspects of it, of course. But, you know, I work with the guys who wrote The Secret. Some of my friends, John Asraf was best man for my husband at our wedding. You know, I work with these people. I'm, John and I actually, you know, uh, I'm in his programs, coaching. So we actually do things together, Right. And we're many people who are experts in the law of attraction, we all speak about the same thing over and over, the science behind it, unlocking the power of the brain. And that really is the law of attraction, right? But in a different way, it's just word, word in a different way. And so you are putting seeds into the garden. So take this and write this down now. What seeds are you going to plant today of joy, of love, compassion, excitement? But what makes you feel those feelings? So write down some activities right now. Is it doing yoga? Is it walking in nature? What makes you feel joyful? What makes you feel blissful? What makes you feel happy? Those are the seeds you want to plant into your garden because they're going to grow into that oak tree. You're going to be living it. You're going to be experiencing whatever you plant. So that is the power of the garden. So you're planting a new seed into the garden, the new belief system. Pillar number four, expand your vision. And that could be through visualization techniques using people as expanders. You often hear people throw around the, the term expanders. They probably learned it from one of my many stories. Learn to use people as expanders. So take Rebecca. Rebecca knows how to negotiate. Rebecca, you are watching her every single week because she's now an expander for you. You're up close and personal with her because she knows how to get past the fucking narcissist. She knows how you're going to win your battle. She knows how you're going to get... So she's your expander, Okay. Take somebody who's already living the life that you want. They already have that orphanage that they've opened themselves. They're looking after all these wonderful children and while they're helping the world in some way, they're an expander for you. Take somebody who's financially achieved what you want. They're an expander for you. Get up close and personal with these people. You don't need to know them. My expanders were half the people that, that I now work with. All these guys that I talk about, they were my expanders when I was 15. And now I work with them. They're my, some of my best friends. How is that? Because they were just people I would spend time with. You've got to get into their programs. You've got to get into their mentorship. You've got to read their books. Because when you read a book or listen to a podcast, you are being one-to-one mentored by that person for the duration of that show. So right now, you're being one-to-one mentored by, okay, me. But it could be whoever, right? It could be whoever you're listening to. You're, you're being mentored by them. You're getting into their thought process, their mindset, understanding how they've achieved what they've achieved. It's very cool. So that's pillar four. And we, I go into that in my um, my free ebook. I should definitely make sure we, we give a link away today to my free Absolutely. pillars ebook. And in fact, if you want to come to my MBS, Rebecca, I'll give I'll give you a link to it as well. There's a free class you can attend just to see if you like it. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, What's the link? Understand it. I'm going to give you the link right here. We're going to, we're going to put it in. You're going to love it. I can't wait to bring you along. It's going to be so fun. Okay. Pillar five is take inspired action. So when you take inspired action, of course, the book's the action plan, but if this is anything in life, take inspired action towards your goals. Don't just sit back on the back burner and think it's all going to happen for you. No, when you want something to happen in your life, using the law of attraction, it's happening whether or not you believe it or not. So you may as well get in alignment with it. When you want something to happen in your life, you've got to get into alignment with it by taking action towards it. So my final tip, do three Goals a day towards your main goal. So take your goal before you go to bed. What is your main goal that we spoke about at the beginning? 
Now, take three small goals that you can do towards that goal before you go to bed. Okay, write them down. So tomorrow I'm going to say you want to get a book published. I'm going to speak to 10 publishers. I'm going to contact 10 book agents and I'm going to DM five people who might like the book, you know, potentially in the future, whatever it is. And then the next day you go and accomplish those three goals. Do you know what that means? Not only do you feel like you've achieved something, it doesn't matter how small, you are an achiever because in a matter of days, you're going to feel this sense of achievement. You're going to up your own game, your own average. You are achieving greatness and excellence, as Aristotle says. And all of a sudden, you're in a different echelon, super cool, experiencing 1,096 goals a year. 1,096 goals from three goals a day is 1,096 goals a year. How cool is that? You have now made your side hustle your main hustle. So that's basically my final tip on how to achieve what you want. Absolutely amazing. Amazing. You guys, power right there. You guys need to go back and re-listen to this episode about a hundred times. This is one that you were going to want to like mark and and bookmark and go back and re-listen to and like probably listen to every morning for like like the next hundred days. Like you know, go and like grab her, her stuff, follow her on Instagram, get her free stuff, go and, and do her programs for sure. This is, I mean, this is, you know, a, a girl, I mean, she has lived it. She really has actually gone from, you know, someone who has lived the trauma she has been where you are and she has healed herself and 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 taken herself from that place of feeling like that victim feeling like she didn't want to get out of bed feeling like she was on the floor and you know she was that single mom who was penniless who had nothing and, and manifested everything she wanted. And so go and and use her as your inspiration and and she had and she is all heart. She cares so deeply. She absolutely wants to help you. She do, she just she has dedicated her entire life to wanting to help you. So take uh everything that she has, follow her Go buy her book. Do everything she says to do. Natasha, I love you. I think you're amazing. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Queen. You're incredible. I've enjoyed this show so much. And I really look forward to connecting with your beautiful audience here. And I think the links are below, guys. So come and try out the Meditational Behavioral Synchronicity Method, the MBS, and see if you like it. And the free ebook is there as well. So just uh, come and get involved. I look forward to meetings with some of you soon and getting to know you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for stopping by and listening to this episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Check back next Monday for more inspirational pearls of wisdom. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd love if you would give it a five-star rating and tell me what you liked in a review on iTunes. Also, be sure to grab your winning negotiation cheat sheet at winmynegotiation.com and 
And remember, today is a perfect day to start negotiating your best life.